0: Hey, y'all. You're listening to Oh So Scary Podcast with Jess and Lynn. I'm Jess. And I'm
1: Lynn. Welcome to episode three. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the significance of three is, but. Don't forget
0: to send us your scary stories to oh, so scarypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear them and we'd love to share them with our listeners.
1: Oh my gosh, that would be the best thing to have your stories and to hear your real scary stories would make my heart sing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I'm so interested, like seriously, like I've been telling people when I see them and they're telling me these and I'm like, oh, should I be recording it? Like,
1: (laughs) you're already telling me and I love it, you know,
0: I'm I'm really excited to hear people's stories.
1: Cool. Me too. Um, also don't forget to like our Facebook page and subscribe to the podcast. So
0: Lynn's, can you believe it's already been a year like COVID came around and then like quarantine yeah. started? No. What have you, right? I can't believe it either. It I almost don't feels believe like we you. pressed pause and like stop like you know, last year at this time, and now we're pressing play.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. But yet so many things have happened at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like we, we started doing this podcast. That's something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What else have you been doing to keep sane? Yeah,
1: that's a good question. So um, I think the podcast has been really helpful to direct energy into something that's fun and you know and getting to bond with you yeah um, getting to go places even though we're like we're going places and we're mostly just being outside so it's like a safe covid friendly you know activity (laughs) yeah and then also um I think uh, I've been still maintaining my yoga practice as much as I can. So I hate you. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm jealous of what it is.
1: <laughs> well, it's not like I do it all the time, but I'd say I average one class a week, which is actually, that's pretty good. I like to do more, but that's fine. You know, that's good. I'm doing, I'm, that's what my average is and uh, I'm doing it like on virtual. So I like that. Mm -hmm. walking with my dog, listening to music have been great things.
0: Listening to audio books as well. You went crazy on audio books.
1: I did for a while. I haven't, I kind of slowed down, but I did for a while. Yes. You were inhaling them. What's your favorite? I I actually had not gotten into Stephen King before. And then all of a sudden I started listening to all these Stephen King books and was like, wow, he's actually a really good writer. (laughs) i love them that's why maybe he's so popular i don't know (laughs) yeah but also there was this really cool book um that i want to promote he is from west texas and he is native american and he wrote the only good indians and it's like it's a horror a horror novel but based on native american mythology and folklore and stuff and it's really he's such a good writer i was like blown away
0: you're gonna have to, wait. Did you audio or did you? I audioed
1: it. Yeah, the only. Are you gonna let Indians. me
0: borrow it if you audio it? i just well, I can't.
1: <laughs> but I just yeah. No, it's so good. Yeah. Okay. The only good Indians. Oh my gosh.
0: And it was so good. Yeah, that's perfect.
1: Man. What about you? What have been your um your methods of staying sane?
0: Well, obviously, this podcast. It really helped to distract me i think from a lot of things just you know going on was able to volunteer at church with the kids so that helped a lot too and then it's just, yes. it just it kind of helps to be able to see the families and see how they're doing mm-hmm. you know in the community um and then awesome. at first i was walking a lot like a lot a lot and i lost like 10 pounds walking oh, and wow. then i got a big scare by the creek by a snake <laughs> yes <laughs> I haven't been able to pick up like walking again since then oh, but I no. think it, it wasn't because of the snake completely like that's what stopped me then but then I think that's when it was getting really hot so there was just a lot of I guess excuses for me to stop but yeah um, I do need to get back into it right now because it's so pretty and then my cat Aww. so one of the really cool things is that I mean, Lindsay, can you hear her? Oh, no. Dahlia. Okay. So I she's meowing right next to me. So she um, is a rescue kitty and her mama, or her mama is uh, was a feral cat and she would have kittens and she would bring them back to me. And Dahlia is the only one that I was really able to catch from the last litter she had because then I actually took her to get saved. Dalia has never been very personable like where she's just so shy yeah and during COVID we were able just to bond so much better so like now she's like you know just meowing around right here and for the first time a few months ago she sat on my lap while I was working and because she's how old is she she's six years old I just thought like that just was never gonna happen like she's never gonna just chill on my lap And so over COVID, like from working from home more and being around more, um, she's just gotten so much more friendly and she'll come out sooner when people come over like my mom. And now something funny that she started doing that wasn't funny the first time she did it was she will not go in the bathroom while I'm in the shower and sit on the back of the toilet and open the shower curtain while I'm in (laughs)
1: there. Oh, that's so creepy. So you
0: she it's like a little- So this started region. like a couple weeks ago and I was in there showering and Naima, like she'll be in the bathroom and I know she's in the bathroom, but she she peeks on the side that's like cracked open, like away from the shower head.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Dalia has been opening the side where like the shower head is. So it's usually more closed. Oh. And then she- this is how she does with doors too. Like she throws them open. So she like threw open the shower curtain.
1: Oh.
0: And I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. It scared me so hard. Like it took me a second to even just like realize that it was it was her and it wasn't a person because <laughs> she did it so hard. I was like, oh, I'm about <laughs> to
1: get murdered. <laughs> oh my gosh. So scary you were like yeah I could hear that I could (laughs) hear that music
0: and so now I still don't hear her because she's so tiny you can't even hear her footsteps but now now I know she's in there and she hangs out on the top of the toilet and now I know but she hasn't done it as hard as she did it that first time like she hasn't opened the shower curtain as hard overall I'm just you know I've been happy to be able to bond with her and so
1: now she's sitting on my lap Right <laughs> oh, she is! It's so sweet. That is, is really is. neat. Oh, oh, there she <laughs> is! Oh my god, she's so cute. Her little, little uh beady eyes, like beady I mean, eyes. they're all yellow and big. Actually, not beady, but they're big. But beautiful.
0: <laughs> so no, tiny. Dalia is my forever kitten. She's super tiny. Yeah, she's
1: very small.
0: And just the cute. This little thing and she does she has so the biggest cute. eyes like the biggest roundest eyes <laughs> she looks a little bit like what's that dragon on how to train, train the dragon
1: oh I don't know the dragons on there but I know what you're talking about I think I've seen it's that know. little
0: dragon she kind of looks like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> so cute yeah and I could hear her go
0: oh you did she was closer to the microphone yeah this
1: time. well we love you Dahlia where are you
0: taking us
1: Oh, you go I... first
0: this time I think I've gone first both other times I didn't realize we worked it out that way but it's your turn
1: oh cool <laughs> so I am taking us first uh to the lizard lounge in Dallas in Deep Elm neighborhood awesome uh, it's a club awesome. <laughs> so here we are parked outside of the lizard lounge downtown Dallas
0: it's our it's my first time even out here. I didn't even know where this was. Oh. I'd only heard of it, and it's pretty. It's pretty spooky looking. It looks a little fire hazardy. Yeah. you know. It does, yeah. As we're driving up, that's the first thing that I thought.
1: Fire hazard. Yes. So I believe
0: everything scary that's gonna come out of here. <laughs>
1: exactly. And it's shut down right now. So yeah, sadly. Um, COVID time. COVID, yep, exactly. The dumpster fire of 2020 has like... <laughs>
0: I've like, never heard it referred as <laughs> <to. laughs> So
1: 2020 shut down the Lizard Lounge, oh, but shit. maybe, I think it's going to open back up. I think there's still, like, the website is still running. They still have events, so I'll, I'll kind of get into it a little bit. But. We are currently in Deep Ellum, so it's a neighborhood of Dallas. <laughs> and um, Deep Ellum kind of has a it's a weird spot right it's like yeah. it's a little bit quirky and when i moved to dallas artsy. yeah artsy exactly when i moved to dallas uh, in 2006 or so um this neighborhood was actually really shady like it was like real back alley mm-hmm. bars and you know stabby people in the corner like waiting <laughs> to
0: <laughs> get you the seedy part of dallas it was one of them (laughs) it was
1: it was and i've been to you know um i guess venues around here and i don't remember exactly where it was but i've been to venues you know to see concerts and stuff but Mm -hmm. we would come here and it would be like ooh, like don't want to hang out here at night it was like really creepy but cut to you know 15 years later it's now a really hip spot Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah it's like developed a lot there's lots of restaurants and bars and yoga studios and brunch places. very hipster (laughs) area. Exactly.
0: Which is really cool because it's, yeah, very, like, reminiscent of, like, Austin. It's just neat to walk around and, like, do things. Mm -hmm.
1: It is. It's a really cool spot. But um, the Lizard Lounge, um, so it was an electronic dance music bar. So what the kids call EDM. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so... uh, On Sundays, actually, a really fun thing about the Lizard Lounge is it would turn into what they call the church, but Uh it was like a a gothic, um, they'd play neo-gothic industrial music on Sundays, and everybody that would come would be all, you know, dressed in black, and (laughs) Um, so uh, it was really, I think, the coolest and most well-known goth bar in Dallas, so. Uh, So it's hosted acts like, I don't know if you're familiar with these, Jess, but the Prodigy, which actually I had tried to see the prodigy um, maybe a couple of years ago and then the the lead singer died oh, uh, no. like we had tickets to oh, see no. them and then the lead singer killed himself oh no it's so sad i know <laughs> anyway but they were here fatboy slim moby paul nice. Oakenfield, fold Oakenfold. <laughs> i
0: don't know. his name i don't recognize
1: uh, okay so dj's you know mm-hmm. um, it also hosted an annual Freaks and Fetish Ball. Oh, I
0: had heard of that,
1: yeah. Okay. And apparently, that's one of the things I mentioned earlier that is still happening. It's just they moved it to a different location. Of okay. course, with COVID, I don't know what they're...
0: Like, that does yeah. safe.
1: But everybody's wearing their masks. Yeah, wearing masks. Anyway,
0: so... Okay, that's good. It's a, like, cool COVID activity, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. so,
1: yeah. um, So, and actually... Dennis Rodman and Madonna actually tried to buy this place in the mid '90s. Wow, that's
0: so cool. Yeah, because I
1: think I didn't realize this, but Dennis Rodman played for the Dallas Mavericks for some time. I, Very I briefly,
0: up. I think. Okay. Yeah.
1: And uh, I guess they were like. Anyway, they at least maybe. I
0: feel like that's vaguely familiar. Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it, I don't think I would have remembered it. <laughs> On
1: yep. my own, yeah. Tried to buy, but the yeah the deal fell through, so. That would have been cool, though. Madonna that would owned The cool. club in Dallas. So, For um... stopping
0: by every now and then. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, this club was established in 1991. So, it's not that old, but the building has been around since 1899.
0: Yeah,
1: it, it looks old. The building looks old. It does. Uh, it started as a warehouse, and then later it was actually a theater mm-hmm. called the Grand Crystal Palace Theater. Oh. Um... And like i said sadly the lizard lounge shut down in may 2020. um but uh here's the building you know it's still here it's just shuttered and it's it's neat because it has like the
0: um uh, what do you call those windows
1: the
0: oh yeah
1: like a glass um the beautiful like a.
0: <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> we'll, like we'll a think about it later <laughs> but yeah.
1: Yeah. So, as for the sightings, the ghost sightings Ooh, the haunties this place is haunted uh, <laughs> so of course, there are plenty of black clad punks dressed in cloaks that frequented this place like mm-hmm. in, in oh, recent gosh, me- yeah. in recent memory, but one of the regulars is not so much more it's not so much on the the living side oh. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um it's common for people to see a man who's dressed in a black suit in a cape, (laughs) it just sounds so funny. (laughs) And he's sitting up in the audience, apparently there's like an audience seating area like old timey theaters would have, like you know, on the balcony level. And he's sitting up there um, and a lot of people think he looks like he's dressed from, uh, you know, like, probably when the, this place was a theater. Okay. Like, he looks like he's, like, a, an audience member of the, of the, the, theater? the Grand Crystal Palace like Theater. Like the Phantom
0: of the Opera type.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm imagining
0: with the cake, you know?
1: Exactly, yep. Um, and pat- patrons have also reported other paranormal experiences, including cold spots, exploding light bulbs, uh, things like that, so... Um, lore has it that there were several construction workers that were killed during the construction of the building. That would have been a long, long time Whoa. ago. Um, so you be the judge. Is it a hipster phantom of the opera? Oh, <laughs> or, my God, that's so funny. Or, or a ghost from a bygone area, area era. <laughs> <I can't sighs> just, oh, you decide. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, it just—it looks haunted. Like I bet you, it's both.
1: Yeah, maybe it is, yeah. There's like hipsters probably just oh, hanging around. in cool. And they're black and then yeah. So we'll check it out. Yay. I mean we just we can't go inside, obviously.
0: We go inside. <laughs> but I mean it's we can Crawl around i guess on the outside
1: yeah let's do it let's do it let's prowl a little bit to wrap up on the lizard lounge i wanted to share my sources i got information from the dallas observer and just a news article about the lizard lounge closing basically and then some of the history
0: so it's possible that they could have just
1: been messing around with stuff on the inside yeah or it could be there's a ghost that's still trying to Wash the dishes and uh, the dishes for eternity. They can't stop. Yes, that'd be terrible. That poor ghost.
0: Poor hand. That's how mine feel right now.
1: And then I also got information from Dallas Fort Worth CBS Local News, <laughs> and finally from a website called Yesterday's America. And they had a little article, departed in Big D, the ghost of Dallas.
0: <laughs> oh, how fun! Oh, the days of going to listen to music live. Oh, no, that's true. And, like, seeing people.
1: Oh my gosh, that's the biggest miss from uh, coronavirus. Is yeah, live music, like going to bars and clubs. I didn't miss that for a while so much, but recently, every time I see like a an old club. I'll be like, oh, I just want to go. Yeah. Get sweaty and dance. (laughs) (laughs) And get nasty. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't really. (laughs) So, Uh. me and Jess walked around the abandoned, now abandoned lizard lounge. um, And, you know, you can't go in. It's, unless we had broken in illegally. So we didn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) But Jessica did, like,
0: listen in and put my ear to the door.
1: (laughs) She put her ear to the door and she heard it. I didn't, I didn't hear this. I didn't, um, I should have listened more carefully, (laughs) but, uh, she heard what sounded like dishes. Is that,
0: it sounded like, yeah, like someone moving dishes or something, like just the sound of like the clanks.
1: It's weird. Of a dish. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know if that was because there's like construction nearby or if it could have been, or mm-hmm. I don't know, but that's weird. Cause I didn't hear anything that sounded like dishes from, you know, outside you were listening in. So maybe there's somebody in there. I don't know. But it were, it and was, there was
0: a truck parked near that back door mm-hmm. that we could see, but we couldn't tell if they were parked for the lizard lounge or if they were parked just for the nearby construction. Cause there
1: was that like the big construction building going up. Okay, so just where are you going to take us next?
0: I'm going to take y'all to one of the most haunted most well-known places in Dallas. I'm going to take you to White Rock Lake and I'm going to tell you about the lady that haunts there. So we're here at White Rock Lake, and I'm gonna tell you about the Lady of the Lake. Ooh! We are parked outside the Big Thicket. I think that's what this is called, mm-hmm. and um, on the east side of the lake. So there's a west lother and an east lother, and we drove up the east side. Um, and it's the lake is really pretty like it's you can see downtown from here in certain spots mm-hmm. um it's perfect for walking and there's right now it's pretty so there's so many people out here um but it's a cool mix of nature and like urban area and there's just a lot to do here um me and Lindsay. We're training for an overnight walk to raise money for suicide prevention. Yes. And we would train here, and I think the trail is a little bit over nine miles long. Right, it is. And it really helped us, because I think the walk is supposed to be up to 16 miles. And um, yeah, so yeah. I have really fond memories of like being up here, you know, training for that. Yeah, so me just too. Hanging out. So the Lady of the Lake, okay. Let me, I guess, tell y'all a little bit of history about here. So the area that is the lake um, was originally a valley where Native Americans hunted bison. Oh, wow. And the 1840s, people started settling the Dallas area and then Dallas grew quickly and water became scarce. So by 1907, um, the city planned a reservoir for here. And then by 1913, it was pumping water into Dallas. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Um,
0: But the city grew super quickly that, um, by 1920, the water that was here wasn't enough like for the city anymore. So they decided they were going to build Lake Louisville. And I think also like Lake Mm. Tawakonee also, um, feeds water into Dallas, um, so by the time that Lake Louisville was completed in 1929, White Rock, I feel like that's so hard for me, even like, I'm trying to say it slowly, but White Rock,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, became, yeah, for White me, rock. I guess it's like, what?
0: Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> um, it, it a city park. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Kansas City Park and it had, it started with amenities like a bathhouse, which we didn't get to drive all the way to because of the entrance we took. They kind of stop, um, traffic. So you can't drive all the way around, Mm -hmm. um, or all the way through, like on the sides. Um, you have to like actually go in and out, like if you want to get to certain areas. And, um, so the bathhouse and the beach area were added. And then later on, picnic tables and Winfrey Point and then which is a little event it kind of looks like a house you know but it's like mm. an event center and then right now we're actually parked outside the big thicket and it's actually a little a little thicket
1: yeah it's <laughs> a very it's, small thing <laughs> a little house is
0: a small house <laughs> but it's called the big thicket and so I think maybe maybe it refers more to like the little hill okay but the, so I was wondering I was
1: like well, what's yeah. so big about this thicket
0: yeah and so it served as a boot camp you can't swim here
1: mm. like and the
0: only things that can swim here are uh, things um, the dogs because the dog park is here and so they're the only ones that are allowed to swim in the water but I think it's just the water is just not safe anymore like for you know just mm. whatever debris and right. things so you can still row boats on it but you can't people can't swim only the dogs can. And I think it's like a little corralled area. So I don't know that a lot of debris would wash into their swim area, Mm. but it's really neat to like watch the dogs and you know, they're just having so much fun. Oh yeah. It's so sweet. Um, (laughs) This park at one point, like during the war also served as a boot camp to the army corps, fifth Ferrying command and Hmm. a prisoner of war camp. Whoa. of German non-coms captured in the North Africa campaign is what I read. Oh and God. then the prisoner, I know that it just, it feels like a really random place yeah. to bring prisoners of war, you know? It truly does. Yeah. Um And then they would have the prisoners work at night at Fair Park, which isn't that far from here, mm-hmm. Um, repairing army equipment. And, that surprised me, because you would think that prisoners of war, like, wouldn't want to be helpful, you yeah. know? <laughs> like, yeah. They're putting a lot of trust, I mean, no judges, but, like, it's just, it, it seemed weird to me.
1: Yeah, so, right.
0: Um. So, not only was this, like, a really good gathering spot, like, once, you know, they they created the lake with the dam, but then it just served as, like, different purposes, too. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I was telling Lindsay earlier that I never came here until like my 20s and I was always curious because I knew that the lake is actually within the city limits, but I was like, and this is before you could just Google stuff on your phone, right? (laughs) Um, I would like look and I would watch like 48 hours and try to figure out where the lake was and I was like following the cars (laughs) as I'm, you know, as they're driving through to investigate, but there was a murder here that happened and that was featured on the, the first 38. And mm. so I was like trying to figure out where it was. So I knew it was close to 75. yeah. And that's the only thing that I really knew. And I think maybe they showed Mockingbird or something like that. And so I knew that it was like in this area. And then I didn't even get here until like I was in my 20s. Mm. Um, but I had always like, I was aware of the story of oh, the lady in really? the lake. Yeah. So that's why I was so excited when we we're like, okay, what are our first, Alice? Um, places that we want to visit and I'm like like I want to yeah. do this Lady of the Lake because it's a story that and I don't even remember like who told me about it like where
1: yeah it's like Dallas lore yeah, yeah like, I, heard I about just it too. I don't know
0: where I even heard about it. like if someone told me if I read it because even when I was little like the funnest thing to me was to just find scary stories online <laughs> <laughs> I guess and scare the crap out of myself and um, and so <laughs> Anyways, I knew about it. And anyway, so I was excited to do a little bit of research about mm-hmm. it. So let's talk about the haunt. So the earliest published version of the story is called The Ghost of White Rock. And it's written by Anne Clark and published in Backwoods to Border, a publication by the Texas Folklore Society. Hmm. So, I'm going to read you the version that was published. So, one... I didn't say so. I I added that part. (laughs) (laughs) One July night, a young city couple, having driven out and parked on the shore of White Rock Lake, switched on the headlights of the car and saw a white figure approaching. Hmm. As the figure came straight the driver's window they saw it was a young girl dressed in a sheer white dress that was dripping wet Ooh. she spoke in a somewhat faltering voice I'm sorry to in- I can't do it I'm so bad at <laughs> I mean Lindsay knows I'm bad at doing accents or whatever
1: yeah, yeah, it's true. yeah <laughs> that's true you, you
0: so I'm just gonna regular read it okay I'm so I'm sorry to intrude and I would not I would not under any other circumstances, but I must find a way home immediately. I was in a boat that overturned. The others are safe, but I must go home. So she climbed in to the rumble seat, which I think it's maybe like a bucket seat, like in a truck, maybe. Yeah. Um, In
1: the back.
0: Saying that she did not wish to get the young lady wet, so I guess she was trying not to. Get water yeah, on the people in the, the car, proper, yeah. yeah, and gave them an address in Oak Cliff on the opposite side of Dallas. Mm-hmm. The young couple felt an uneasiness concerning their strange passenger, and as they neared the destination, the girl, to avoid hunting the address, turned to the rumble seat to ask directions. The rumble seat was empty,
1: oh. but still wet. <gasps>
0: After Boy. a brief, futile search for the girl in white—I mean, it had to have been brief, right? Yeah,
1: I was like, <laughs> so, <laughs> she ended the scene. Like, <laughs>
0: um, the couple went to the address she had given, and were met at the door by a man who sh- whose face showed lines of worry. Mm. When he heard the couple's story, the man replied in a troubled voice. This is a very strange thing. You are the third couple who has come to me with this story three weeks ago while sailing on White Rock Lake. My daughter drowned. (gasps) No. So, yeah. And so that's the end of the story of their version. Oh, my God. So, okay. There's another version that... um, I guess was published later in 1953
1: mm-hmm.
0: a little bit more detailed and it was published in neiman marcus texas the story of the proud dallas store by frank x talbert mm-hmm. one night about 10 years ago a beautiful blonde ghost girl appeared on a road near dallas white rock lake and then i'm going to read you their version one night about 10 years ago a beautiful blonde girl ghost appeared on a road near Dallas White Rock Lake. Mr. and Mrs. Malloy, directors for the display for the world famous specialty store Neiman Marcus, saw the girl. Only they didn't recognize her right off for a ghost. She had walked up from the beach and she stood there in the headlights of the slow moving Malloy car. Hmm. Mrs. Malloy said, Stop guy, that girl seems in trouble.
1: Stop guys.
0: Guy. <laughs> she must have fallen in the lake. Her dress is wet. Yet you can tell that it's a very fine dress. She mm-hmm. certainly got it at the store.
1: Uh, By she's the store. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. By the store, Ms. Malloy met Neiman Marcus Company of Dallas. The girl spoke a friendly cultured contralto to the couple after the car had stopped. She said she'd like to be taken to an address on Gaston Avenue. In the nearby Lakewood section, hmm. it was an in emergen- an, an emergency she said she didn't explain what had happened to her, and the Malloys were too polite to ask. Hmm. She had long hair, which was beginning to dry in the night breeze, and Mrs. Malloy was now sure that this girl was wearing a Neiman Marcus dress oh my gosh. Right? And uh, she was very gracious as she slipped by Mrs. Malloy and got in the back seat of the two door sedan. When the car started, Mrs. Malloy turned to converse with the passenger in the Neiman Marcus gown. I, like They keep plugging him. <laughs> um, the girl had vanished. There was a damp spot in the back seat. The Malloys went to the address on hmm. Gaston. A middle aged man answered the door. Yes, he had a daughter with long blonde hair, who wore nothing but Neiman Marcus clothes. <laughs> she had drowned about two years before when she fell off the pier at White Rock Lake. Wow, The point of the story for our purposes is not that Mr. and Mrs. Malloy, a hardworking, sober, no-nonsense couple, say firmly, very firmly that they did see the ghost. Hmm. Other folks say they have seen a beautiful girl ghost at White Rock Hmm. the point of the story is that she was very well dressed (laughs) and Mrs. Malloy at once identified her for wearing the Neiman Marcus Marcus. (laughs) so the Malloys were indeed a family that lived here in Dallas at the time Um, and then in Rosemary Rumbly's book Dallas 2 that was published in 1998 the writer seems to confirm the story Kind of like oh. she basically um, Rumbly says that guy's daughter admitted that her father did see an apparition um, while driving over here, mm. but that he, um, he didn't stop.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um,
0: he never gave her a ride, but they saw something.
1: Hmm. He the told Marcus. Gown, yeah. Then sure.
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. they were I sure it was definitely. the Neiman Marcus yeah so, he, he told this story, and then the story basically grew legs of yeah, its own, and, and it got, yeah. It's
1: mixed with that other story. Yeah. The, yeah.
0: So, um, now, I'm going to see, I'm going to tell you how it's rooted in reality, mm-hmm. all right? So, there are very real young ladies who very sadly mm. did die by suicide, at White Rock during this time. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. These are their accounts as told by Stephen Butler in the lore section of the scenic White Rock Lake <laughs> website. <laughs> okay on Friday July 5th 1935 Mrs. Frank Doyle found a suicide note left by her sister mm-hmm. Louise Ford Davis who resided at the Melrose Court Hotel. Mrs. Doyle immediately alerted the police, but they were too late. Detective Brian reported um, the Dallas Daily Dallas Times-Herald, who was driving along Garland Road, turned onto the Lake Road, East Lothar, which is the one that we came in, and shortly after saw... Mrs. Davis's head bobbing in the water. Mm. Um, It was estimated reported the paper that she had been in the lake five minutes when he Detective Ryan dragged her to the shore. Although artificial respiration was employed in an attempt to revive Mrs. Davis it was in vain and the police remarked that if they had been there even Two or three minutes sooner, they could have saved her. The woman's car was parked nearby, a reporter added, and a sheet and a white uh, gloves were found in the car seat. Hmm. However, there was no mention of what she was actually wearing and the contents of the suicide notes were never revealed. Um, After a Saturday funeral service in Dallas, Mrs. Davis's body was taken to Albany, Texas for burial. So, in a different account, on November 24th, 1942, um, another distraught woman, 35-year-old Rose Stone of Mansfield, Texas, also committed suicide by drowning herself in the lake her body was dressed in a sweater and i think they're being specific about what she's wearing because neither one of them were actually wearing white
1: a neiman marcus dress. yeah or,
0: or a neiman marcus dress, okay. right? <laughs> so her body was dressed in a sweater and a skirt um was discovered eight feet in eight feet of water mm. near the municipal boathouse by johnny williams who assisted the park superintendent oh. And um, the city fireman in the search, a note was pinned to her sweater asking that relatives in Fort Worth be notified of her death.
1: Oh, sad! Isn't so sad? And that's so sad. Mrs.
0: Stone's coat and hat were found on the shore.
1: Wow! How did you do that? Yeah. Kill yourself by drowning? That'd be so hard. It's hard, right? Oh. That's
0: that's a difficult way.
1: Yeah.
0: To, because your body, I think, naturally wants
1: to. Exactly. Swim. You just naturally
0: find it yeah so and there's a there's just one more version that predates these two Hmm. um and it's of a girl dressed in a white evening gown that looks like to be in the 20 like 1920 style Mm -hmm. who says that she was in a car accident and asked to be taken to a residence also like any Dallas, like off of gaston she falls asleep in the car and so the driver decides to knock on the door to let her parents know that their daughter is okay, but is greeted by a father who becomes upset and tells the driver that his daughter had died in a car accident years before. Hmm. The driver returns to the car only to find a wet spot where the girl was previously sleeping. This girl is unnamed, but is said to have been a daughter of a wealthy Dallas family in the 1920s who crashed her car into the lake after leaving a party. Wow. So... <laughs> Like, I mean, could one of these lake or one of these like one of these ladies be the lady of the lake? um could it be someone else? Could there be multiple there's a lot of- ones like, it, yeah, because there's and what I think is interesting is that there's real stories of real people that have passed away here, mm-hmm. and then kind of, I don't know like, it seems like the stories that were published are like soon after, you know.
1: Okay. Okay. Like the sightings
0: are a little bit after. Yeah. These girls have passed, you know, so it just it, it corresponds. Public, yeah, yes, like it was in their mind. mind. And mm-hmm. so I'm also curious like maybe I mean, could they just be cautionary tales like mm. these things really do happen. You know, these things have happened here. Do we kind of create these ghosts in our head to scare like other young ladies yeah, from Yeah,
1: it's a warning. Either, yeah. you know,
0: partying on the boat or whatever or from like, For you know, I mean, already. assuming like I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say that the girl in the 20s was drinking and driving, but if she was leaving a party, there could have been, you know, some drinking. Like mm-hmm. is it a just a cautionary tale? So, um, I don't know. So so those are The stories of the lady in the lake, but I do have additional spooky sightings, and so, um, these sightings I think I got them from the book Haunted Dallas by Rita Cook. I believe this is where, and I'll do my sources in a little bit, but, um, so along with those sightings that were like recorded, a Homer a homeowner nearby here claimed that he kept hearing his doorbell ring and when he would go to the door no one would be there until the very last time and he actually when he opened the door he saw an apparition in white oh wow and then she quickly disappeared but then there was no more knocking huh. after, after he caught her um gotcha. A police officer said that he saw a woman walking out of the reeds who appeared to be soaked. And when he got closer to investigate, the woman disappeared.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And then the bridge on Lothar Drive is said to be haunted. If you stop your car on it, the engine will die for no apparent
1: oh, reason. No. Oh no, let's do it. Let's
0: do no, it. Sure I wonder that. if it needs to be at night. Like, it doesn't, because yeah. it doesn't actually mention like... Okay, during the day or at yeah. night. But, yeah. So, I don't know. No. We maybe need to drive by that r- bridge. I did actually, I want to add that, um, you know, depression and then, like, suicidal thoughts are um, something that, you know, we need to, if we have them, to look out for help, you yeah. know. And I wanted to give the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. I think That's you... Cute. Uh, talked about, like, suicide, too, at the hotel. It,
1: exactly.
0: A lot of these are, or, or a couple of them were thought to be suicides, suicide you too. know? So, um, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-TALK. That's 8255. Mm-hmm. And then the Crisis Text, li- text Line, um, you can text talk T A L K to 741 741 to text with a trained counselor for free Yay. so if you're feeling depressed or having suicidal thoughts like you know reach out yeah. Good thought,
1: Jess. Yeah. Yes. I'm so glad you brought that up. And it's neat that, you know, like we mentioned earlier, we had done the training for our American Foundation for Suicide Prevention walk, you yeah, know, here. so here. It's a, Yeah. It's a good topic. Yeah. So, so, I
0: mean, I feel like just the lakes, you know, I don't know, there's always something that, like, kind of happens there. There's a lot of stories that surround the lakes, and I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just because, you know, more people flock to lakes, you know, and mm-hmm. then... Um, so there's more people, maybe, like, more tra- tra- tragedies or, mm-hmm. like, they to follow, like, where there's a lot of people. Um, but, I mean, yeah, there's, there's mm-hmm. been a lot of, like, things that happened. I did try to look to see if, like, there was, like, um, some kind of, something that keeps track of, like, how many incidents like, have happened here. Mm-hmm. And, like, I couldn't. But there, mm-hmm. like, I know even recently, like, someone was attacked mm-hmm. with a machete, I oh. think it was. That's a couple dramatic. years ago. Yeah, so a mm-hmm. jogger, not on the main trail, oh, yeah. but like kind of to the side, and it was an, an old, I don't know the name of, but I believe it's like a retired football player that was maybe having, um I don't know, like a breakdown or something, mm. but he attacked a jogger with a machete wow. near here and stuff. So, um, but... I mean, it's it's usually pretty safe. There's always so many people here, um, but I mean, yeah. you know, there's there's still a dark side to it. Oh yeah, <laughs> to it, yeah, so.
1: there is, yeah. So that's
0: the, the lady of the lake. Very interesting. The ladies of the lake. The <laughs> I didn't know there was multiple
1: stories behind oh, that.
0: Interesting. And I do think it's interesting that like a lot of ladies or a lot of lakes. Have ladies of those lakes,
1: exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like so,
0: know. but this is a story of the ones here at White. So that was the ladies of White Rock Lake.
1: I didn't know there were multiple ladies. Isn't that so crazy?
0: Um, We did get to a what actually I should say my sources before I forget, <laughs> before I just brush over. So my sources were um, uh, whiterocklake.org and then there is a tab for the ro- white rock lady and I still can't say it right <laughs> even when I was <laughs> doing my story. Um, and then um, a website that I believe stemmed off of that original one, but it's www.watermelon-kid.com. And there's a link to that one from the the previous website. And that is basically, you click the link and it tells you a more expand, the more expanded stories. Mm-hmm. And then also um, the city of Dallas preservation.wordpress.com. <gasps> Hello, Sid. Sorry,
1: you got the camera. <laughs> remember these teeth?
0: I remember those teeth. So Sid just joined us. That's Lindsay's cat. And then Wikipedia. Um, Wikipedia. The White Rock Lake. Yeah, and Wikipedia. And then my Haunted Dallas book by Rita Cook. Also, I got information from there. Your book Yes, um, yeah, that one's been a really good resource for me the that haunted book because it's one it has all these places you know listed out, and then it kind of gives you a little glimpse about them and um I don't yeah, it's been super helpful just and little side note me and Lindsay are like re- are reflections of each other, just kidding. <laughs> But it's funny, one of the the things that we have in common is we both have two cats of our own. I think Lindsay's inherited more more fur babies but we both have one bigger gray cat um that's very outgoing and then a smaller black cat that. Is not outgoing at all.
1: <laughs> Super anxious and high strung.
0: And right now, we both of our gray cats are are here with us because oh. Naima is still here.
1: <laughs> Bite you for your chicken hands.
0: <laughs> My chicken hands. <laughs> oh, he will, Lindsay. Oh. Don't buy smoked chicken. <laughs> 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 he, he's tasted blood and <laughs> now there's <still> not going back. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess with that, we'll say goodbye to our listeners. Um, Join us again next week as we visit two more oh-so-scary places.
1: Don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate to help us get the word out about the podcast.
0: And in the meantime, do something fun with a friend.
1: And always take the opportunity to do something kind. Talk to you later, Jess. (laughs) Yeah. So just to- <laughs> <laughs> he just bit you it's <laughs> not good